There's a really good. If you guys haven't seen Normal People, one I would recommend it. And two, there's an Instagram. Watch it with your parents. Called, like, yeah, definitely watch it with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I. Well, my dad and I chatted about it after we both separately watched it. So, wow. But, sorry, I just dropped my notebook. Um, Wait, is there a lot of like like sex in it? There is some sex in it. Wait, yes. what do you guys okay. say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. You don't need to. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, I don't get parents who are just like so f- like they freely talk about sex with their kids. Like, I, I mean, I'm not not. I actually, there's a part of me that envies it a little bit because it's just like, well, we don't talk about that, and it's mm. never happened to anyone in the world. <laughs> so, speaking of, uh, like going back like a while back, so it's not a natural organic, um. Uh, transition point but speaking of cool ladies we got a cool lady to talk about rufus wainwright on our sample platter episode click remember that record that you bought me like two years ago well i just remember that it's sitting in the closet so i called you up just to tell you i've been meaning to listen to Why don't you come over and talk about it? Ooh. 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 Why don't you come over and talk about it? Uh, but hey, everybody, welcome to I've Been Meaning <laughs> to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Sean Wilkinson. And yeah, so... This is oh boy, oh boy, oh this boy. This is oh boy. I am uh, taking off my sock, and I there's a there's a uh, pond nearby, and I'm taking off my sock and my shoe, and I'm dipping my toe into a new artist. So that's really mm, interesting. Nice um, one. <laughs> uh, by the way, like uh, just side tangent. Um, I. I don't want to be super famous like in life in general because I that sounds like oppressive and bad. But I do want to be famous enough to be on Wikifeet. So like if you can <laughs> get the campaign going uh, for that. So that's just like. Um, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I had you muted. Can you <laughs> do that all again? <laughs> but welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We're dipping our toes into a new artist for a new um bonus episode kind of like a side pod uh basically where <laughs> basically our bon- we're we're changing up the format of the show a little bit where our normal like our like normal episodes will be like album reviews like usual but then we'll also like we'll try like uh do an off format thing where sometimes we'll do Q&A episodes sometimes we'll uh you know, just like play a fun music related game. Sometimes it's just do like, you know, like music, ASMR, ASMR, like uh, drafts and stuff like that. And like, but like the one of them, I just want, want to be a recurring thing. Um, and this is just like a great opportunity to listen to a lot of new music instead of like dedicating our dedicating ourselves to an entire album is something mm-hmm. I've called um, the sample platter. Um, basically, Named after the the dish at Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, where it's famously like, the only place where you could get a sampler platter. Did they like copyright that or something? Because I feel like you could oh, say no. that about like any restaurant. <laughs> oh no, cease and desist. <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> um, but it's like um, 
Yeah, like uh, basically where where a uh, uh, guest, uh, unnamed guest, unspecified unnamed guest will uh, <laughs> bring in a playlist of five songs from an artist they really like, and then we'll listen to it and then see if we'll um, keep listening to them or cast them to hell or because <laughs> we have that power. The two <laughs> options. Uh, so let's introduce our guest. Uh, she's the host of uh, Hawkeyes and... Uh, yeah, like, it's a great podcast. Uh, I was on there once. It was a great time. Oh, and uh, Harper's Holiday Hop. She's the host of that, too. Mm. Uh, the Instagram uh, video live thing. Um, please welcome <laughs> Harper Thompson, everybody. Wow. wow, thank you. Thank you. No need to applaud for me. Thank you. <laughs> please, please clap. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, as a bit, like, uh, in high school, like... Uh, I would kind of like just try and start applauses like like the, if I was like in an auditorium like the high school auditorium I would like try and start like just like getting the whole like um, <laughs> getting the whole like uh, uh, auditorium to clap with me like for something like ridiculous <laughs> so just like the speakers like and then I went to the store and I was like yeah. <laughs> just like did like a brief little clap That's and like funny yeah it's very funny I'm very funny I'm uh, very talented were and, you successful you know there's actually one time though uh where I did that and the drama teacher like glared at me. It was like, don't do that. And then like everyone started clapping with me and they're just like, ah. <laughs> so. And that was the moment you knew I got to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a, that was my, um, that was my Lady Gaga shallow moment, basically. Um, that, that moment. <laughs> <Wow>. So, <laughs> and uh, Jeb Bush's origin story. Yeah. He was next to me. It was like, me thinks I have an idea in my talk. <laughs> don't please clap oh please clap. yeah yeah please clap <laughs> um but welcome to the show welcome to that um so <laughs> let's just get straight into it i think um so Harper, you brought us, tell us a little bit about the artists you brought in today. Yeah, so I love Rufus Wainwright, so that's who that's who we're talking about today. Um this is are we still doing Valentine's Yeah, theme? it's a Valentine's theme episode. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so I tried to pick like kind of like romance themed songs of his. I mean, he has kind of a an interesting a lot of his songs are about relationships and a lot of them are pretty dark. Um, but, you know, I tried to like focus on like love and romantic relationship themed songs here. Um, but yeah, I'm just a huge fan of Rufus in the words of Mary Louise Parker on some late night talk show in like 2005. She was like, Rufus, Rufus, Rufus. <laughs> and that's always really stuck with me. <laughs> was he referring um, to R Rufus Wainwright, basically? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he's so unique because he has like a very like classical style and voice mm -hmm. um and he also separately writes operas like he's written oh. several operas oh yeah but la vivo vem or whatever <laughs> yes la vivo wow. vem <laughs> <laughs> um no i haven't actually listened to them but i i know he's done some like you know pretty big operas recently and um mm. he and his style is kind of like his his voice is so classical mm. that you could really see that the inspiration from opera there but he's bringing it into pop and i think that's why on wikipedia so he's cool. like baroque pop yes, is what yeah. they call him um so yeah he's just got such an interesting style and it's because he comes from like such a long legacy of musicians his um uh his father was loud and wainwright the third who was uh, oh shoot yeah pretty, i know of him 
yeah kind what's of his name loudon loudon yeah um a pretty big deal and his mother was kate mcgarrigal of the mcgarrigal sisters and so they're they're also a big deal like he comes from a legacy of like canadian folk singers cool. so mm. um yeah, so one of the times that I saw him, one of the six times, was actually a Christmas concert. He would do every year a Christmas concert with his whole family. And so I went to one once. Aww. Yeah, it was really cool. And also this was when, um, oh my goodness, um, Princess Leia, Carrie. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher, yeah, when she was still alive. And so she is like was basically like an adopted member of the oh, Wainwright whoa. family. And she was there too. Wow. And she did this like whole, per- wow. like, you know, uh, like poem kind of performance and it was very That's funny so fun. yeah and his husband Yorn was there and all of his siblings uh, Martha Wainwright who you may know from the Snow Patrol song uh, set the fire to the third bar I'm also a huge Snow Patrol <laughs> fan so anyway this is all just like really so up my alley I just the Wainwright extended universe exactly yeah. exactly nice the you, you like uh by the way like not to brag but uh my mom's one of the mcgonagall sisters like uh <laughs> professor mcgonagall's sister from harry potter like not not she's not in the movies or d- she doesn't do anything like she's like she works at uh, ikea but um makes sense. a famous canadian folk witch <laughs> yeah 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 but um so tell us a little bit about your history uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about your history with uh, Rufus Wayne White, like <laughs> rights. Uh, what's like, like how'd you get of, into um When did when did your fandom yeah. start, basically? Yeah, I've just always. This is like so. I don't know, kind of middle class Los Angeles, <laughs> but I've always been a KCRW listener, like since I was a child, and so. Um, like we would get these, my dad would buy these like uh, sounds, uh, uh, like uh, sounds eclectic, like morning becomes eclectic, but they put that put out these CDs every year that were like their favorites of the year or something. And so there was this song called Harvest by Rufus Wainwright on one. And I remember listening to that a lot. Um, and so I don't know. And my dad's a big Rufus Wainwright fan. So he's just like uh, Rufus has always been playing mm-hmm. in my life. Um, and so the first time I saw him, I think I was 11 and it was at the Hollywood mm-hmm. Bowl and he was doing um, it wasn't even him doing his own stuff. He was doing Rufus Does Judy, where he completely reenacted a Judy Garland concert. Wow. <gasps> It was, That's so cool. It was very this incredible. It was really cool. He's, Just kidding. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, no, and it was very cool. And at the end, he did come out in full Judy Garland oh, drag. Oh, that's fun. It was so good. It was so good. Um, anyway, but I, you know, it was very cool. I do think I was, like, maybe a little young to fully appreciate it. But I think it was, like, it was, like, here, this is this person who you're about to be obsessed with forever because, you know, He's amazing. So, um, yeah, I went to see that with my my parents and my uncle and my uncle's friend. Um, and uh, that was just kind of really kickstarted my, you know, in, in-person relationship with Rufus Wainwright, my concert viewing relationship. And then I just kept seeing him. Um, I think my favorite time I saw him was at the Orpheum, also in L.A., um, and he was wearing like the sparkliest gold pla- gold pants I've ever seen a human <laughs> wear, and I was awesome. It was like the closest I've ever been. I was like in the eighth row or something, mm. and it was just really magical. He's just magical. He always he does not remember all the words to his songs, uh, so that's just something to know. Like, like... <laughs> I know he yeah he has so many songs, and they're all kind of um about grand ideas so i think it would be very easy to forget the words to a rufus yeah. song even if you it, were him it does help that sometimes 
like he elongates his words so much in this these songs where it's like well it's like he just got to like he could still get the message across or just like his yearning and his just like yeah. uh, the palpable performance energy um uh one more question though uh what is what is his music what role does his music play for you now like what's the context do you you listen to is it like an everyday thing is it just like when i'm in the mood or like just like what what is his role in your life now not an everyday thing i kind of i i usually go through like pretty intense phases mm -hmm. especially when he puts out an album i'll go back and i'll just like really go through a hardcore rufus wainwright yeah. phase um but or when i go to see him in concert same deal um hmm. but yeah i i do think he's actually pretty good for reading um too because a lot of like you mentioned he does those kind of long notes and it's kind of often very soothing um so i feel like that, oh while you're that, reading yeah yeah for while okay, i'm reading it, yeah it, so it, i feel it, like it, it's it. like a good you know there's not too it's not too distracting he does have some kind of mm -hmm. jaunty songs but in general it's not too distracting to listen to while you're reading mm. yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Sean? Like, what is your experience in history with uh, Rufus? Uh, I knew him as the Shrek guy because he had the song in Shrek. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> is he? A, he's uh, a, see, he's I always forget Shrek. about that. He did a cover of Hallelujah that was in uh in Shrek. Oh, that's him. That's him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ah, he sounds. That's a. I, that's it's a really great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of like one of the covers. I mean, there's like it's like Jeff Buckley and Rufus yeah. Wainwright are like the the quintessential yeah. covers. Is he? Is Rufus like so? I didn't do a lot of research on him at all, but was he kind of in on the joke a little bit? Just like this is for Shrek. Well, I don't or think whatever. Shrek had that reputation at the like, time. Like it, it was yeah. yeah but like it was... it's just like I'm writing for like I'm doing a thing for an animated movie or something like that. I would imagine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I also had well, that's like mm -hmm. really the only. That's the only song I really knew of his. Um, I had heard his name floating around and such, but never like got into the music because I was kind of like, oh, he's the Shrek guy. Um, there's oh i've heard hallelujah that's kind of like all i need to hear um also like i don't know listening to this playlist i also had no idea he, he was gay and so for me it's mm -hmm. like like listening to the art teacher like oh it like it was just but, such a yeah oh, go I'm, ahead sorry oh no i was just gonna say yeah we'll, we'll yeah. get into it but for kind of similar reasons that song is my all-time favorite rufus, rufus wainwright song and it really like it kind of no, changed my life literally though song. i was yeah. like there's something so like well, I will get into it, but it's like I think it's one of my favorite yeah. songs like ever now. Um, it's fucking yeah. beautiful. Me too. Um, Damn! Wow. I'm so yeah. glad that I could no, share it I'm with like, you. Like it, like it made me tear up a little bit. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, and so I think like knowing now that he's gay, it's. I mean, it's I'm more likely to get into his music now because I have more of that connection to it. Um, but yeah, other than that, that was about all I knew really. But yeah, after this playlist, I'm like. All right, writing's great, music's great, like production's great, arrangements great, like everything is wonderful. So I would definitely be listening to more of this. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The only exposure I had to him, I didn't know if he was the Shrek. I didn't know he was the Shrek guy. So like the only exposure I knew of him was like I knew of Loudon Wainwright, but I wasn't like a fan. I I just like kind of like oh they they must have had the, some sort of connection. Um, but then also um. I think Loudon was on Comedy Bang Bang at one point, but anyways, mm, it doesn't matter. Um, but like, 
what's it called? Uh, yeah. So like, I remember James Adomian did like a stand-up bit, I and mean, he just like the way he said Rufus Wainwright. I think at just one point he just said it like that, and that just stuck in my head. And that's really <laughs> it. Like that's all I know about. Like I knew he was like a tall guy. I knew he probably. I I kind of texted. Um, what did I write? I texted Harper something along the lines of... You were like, of, these songs are all sad. That, but also... <laughs> uh, right. Not all the songs are sad. But, like, the the idea, I think I said something along the lines of... Um, hmm. Is he a Tom Waitsy... Is he one of those Tom Waitsy sad boy singers? And I was, like, kind of, like, my... Well, just, like, one of those, oh, like, you know, just... First sad times at the yeah Ben Folds Nick Cave Tom Waits yeah 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 exactly exactly one of those guys and uh, he kind a little bit but like he's kind of his own thing too he's such a an anomaly and stuff like that Rufus Rain <laughs> Wainwright is such an anomaly <laughs> uh, but yeah okay fantastic so without further ado let's uh just get into this playlist uh harper do you want to set uh uh yeah let's have you set up this first song yeah this is um the art teacher it's from the album want to which is probably my personal favorite rufus wainwright album um it's just really great and uh, it's it's my and sean's favorite <laughs> song of all time <laughs> uh yeah uh, do you want to press click on the uh audio player oh yeah sure click <laughs> There I was in uniform Looking at the art. Also, is this a... I haven't listened to the rest of the album yet, but is this... Because there's, like, applause at the end of this song. Is it a live album? It's not a live album. Live from New York! <laughs> it's Rufus Wainwright! <laughs> I don't know if he's ever done SNL. I should... I. I I think he hasn't, but he should. Mm. He should have. It feels like something that should have happened in like 2003. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like nine. Was, when did he get his yeah. start? I'm like looking back. Um, 1998 was his first okay. album. Mm. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I think we need, I think the audiences need a, like a cry break after like uh, Chris Kattan and like Will Ferrell were like doing somersaults mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, so, uh, Sean, what's, what are your thoughts on this song? You said this is oh, your favorite song. It kind of took you by surprise God, a little bit. I truly like what a great start to this playlist um there's just so much i love about this yeah i mean this song in particular like the thing that i think that struck me the most was just how like stream of consciousness it is too like not very little rhyming um and it's it i the way i kind of thought about it is like and it kind of ties into like i can't remember what the other song is now on the playlist where he's talking about like oh i want to write a love song for you but sometimes it's like I want to do it right, you know, and this song mm-hmm. almost feels like I'm not even going to try to write a song. I'm just going to put out what I'm trying to say because it'll be more impactful than like me trying to like come up with something that rhymes or like, does that kind of make sense? It's very, it's also like very kind of like narrative in a way. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's about a character. I mean, it's, you know, it's about a character Short story, yeah. and, and like to me and like their experience you know it's and, it, and it's such a long arc because it starts off you know in school and then she, she yeah. grows up and is you know uh, well but also isn't his isn't it about his husband because isn't his husband in like an art professor or something or um i don't think it was literally no, so the art teacher okay. i was reading but. about the origins of that song um and it's mm-hmm. so funny because like 
Rufus Wainwright, that his music is so old now that, like, if you look on, like, Genius lyrics, there's no comments or anything, so you have to go on songmeanings.com to find anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Truly brings me back. But, um, yeah, so... And this was, I think, on Wikipedia, too, but he uh, was he met a cute guy at the gym, basically, who was an art teacher. He was an art teacher and he was telling Rufus about, like, you know, all this, all the female students that he had who had, like, big crushes on him. And so then Rufus, like, mm. wrote this song kind of about that um, uh, from the perspective of the student. And... um, then like play he said that he played it for this guy and he just it totally went over his head because he was like into the guy <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. but i think that like shows yeah. his testament like his writing skills too because yeah. i'm like oh i totally interpreted this a different way like, yeah totally i mean I, I think it does both at the same time i think i think he like yeah. embodies the spirit of like a, a teenage girl turned woman but he also it, mm-hmm. it, it is very queer the song yeah so yeah. it does both and just the simplicity of it just him and the piano i think works mm-hmm. the one trumpet like little horn section just like like look we got this guy booked for 10 seconds we gotta we gotta, like, gotta make it worth it um and we booked this studio audience too yeah. they go like yeah good job guy <laughs> um yeah, I. <laughs> this reminds me like of uh, the song from the photo a day YouTube video from 2006. Do you remember that? <laughs> or like the guy took a picture of himself like oh, literally yeah. every day and like had there's like some plaintive sad piano music. Just like like he took like a photo picture of himself for like a year or something like that. That was like one of the first viral videos. That is interesting. Yeah, but this song. This is very sad song it's it's so um succinct it's very just like it's and it's like really sad to think like oh there are people who actually kind of live this is reflective of their lives a little bit just like um i don't view it as like her the the girl in the story going like oh i wish i boned my teacher it's more so like oh this is the last time i kind of like felt strongly about someone in that way now i'm just like kind of like settled into my humdrum life with my husband that i'm not like super passionate about and stuff like that i'm wearing like pantsuits and stuff i don't care like it's just like a sad life that she he's just like presenting as like well that's what it is and i think i don't know it's like the idea of it being in an art and a museum like an mm -hmm. art museum too is really interesting because it is like when he's talking about like oh i wish i could tell him i wish i could have like told him how i felt then it i don't know it kind of reflects like and maybe i'm like trying to pull like a deeper meaning out of it but like you go to an art museum you see a piece of art and you're like wow that's really beautiful like i get to see this in person like it's beautiful and then you leave and you unless you go back to the museum, you don't ever see that piece again, but you keep thinking about it and you're like, God, it was really beautiful. I wish I could have had more time with it, you know? Mm. Yeah. So. Totally. Mm. Damn. Thank you. That's, Thank you. That's good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. 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 I'm out. Um, yeah. You voice. <laughs> uh, wow. He's retired. Um, but like it's, um, uh, uh, his voice is just so piercing and acrobatic. It's like, not like, uh, it's not, it's not immediate. The first time, the first time you hear it, it's not immediate that it's like, this is the best voice I've ever heard. But like, just like the, it's just like so effortless and mm-hmm. just so like, he's just like doing acrobatics on like the, I don't know how you would sing over this, uh, the piano and like how you like 
it's such a strange like thing to sing over so it's just like there's kind of an established melody mm-hmm. but it's like again it's just that kind of like stream of consciousness singing which i think is really unique so i like songs that go i like songs that go like that like i was angry i threw threw my computer against the wall because i was so livid and angry um that understandable did not go that way so yeah 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 so, uh, that reason I will not be song. listening to Rufus Wayne. Your favorite anymore. song of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, for me, I really strongly associate it with this period. And when I was in so- my sophomore year of high school, and I was like, you know, discovering myself and my sexuality and all that stuff and i identify as bisexual and you know for me i was i was reading so many like every like lgbtya novel i could possibly get my hands on i was reading you know because i just like really Mm -hmm. was you know working it out and uh (laughs) and so um one book in particular was called annie on my mind by nancy garden Woodwreck. it's like it's from the 80s which is part of the reason why i think it's like kind Mm -hmm. of radical it's like from the 80s and it's about these two girls in new york and they do go to the met and so the kind of the connection and I was listening to want to that this album on repeat while I was reading that book. And so for mm-hmm. me, those two things are like so married and I just, sure. can't, you know, so, yeah, it's all very like strongly connected to this very specific time in my life. And oh, I, I love that. Yeah, I love it a lot. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Great book. Woodwreck. Yeah. Also, wait, is R- yeah, Rufus, wait, yeah. is he gay or is he bi? I think he's gay. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I didn't like. He he is. I said he was he, gay earlier, so. Yeah, no, he is gay, but he has. He did say that he was in love with the girl that from high school, but I think he identifies as, as gay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so let's uh, go on to the next song here. Uh, Harper, what'd you got? Oh, okay. So the next song is called. It's better be good. <laughs> oh, pressure. Um, the next <laughs> song is from his first album, uh, his debut, and it. The song is called April Fools. Click. Um, but yeah, April Fools. Um, my uh, holiday I don't like a lot as a very funny person. Uh, but uh, my here's my interpretation of the song. I think it's like pretty smart and really funny. Uh, not, not not funny, but like kind of just like really um, a really cool premise for the song. It's just like. Um, basically like heartbreak is a practical joke that you like, you believe in love and you kind of, um, you know, you fall in love on Valentine's day and you do, you you believe in it. You say you believe in love and then April fools come and then you're in hell, (laughs) like basically. And like, like that it's kind of expired basically. And you're kind of like, it was a practical joke on you. Um, that's my read, but what do you guys think? I had a hard time, like kind of deciphering this one. Um, yeah, I wasn't really quite sure what it was about, but I did really. I just liked the arrangement and sound of the song. Um, this yeah. is one it of definitely those jaunty rules. ones that I was talking about. Yeah, well, it, 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 it's like it's funny you say that yeah. it's like his first album because like it feels like he was almost like 
all right, I'm jumping into the music scene here. I got to put out something that's a little more like accessible kind of. Yeah, totally. Um, and like established melody and whatnot. But uh, no, I just really like the sound of it. This is the one that reminded me most of like a Nick Cave song or mm. like, yeah. Nick Cave, mm. Micah, mm-hmm. like a little bit. Um, hmm. Yeah, Harper, yeah, what do you think of this song? I, this song is fun. Um, did you guys get a chance to watch the music video for this? I should have Mm-mm. I should have told you to. No. Um, it was yeah. it's it's the music video is interesting because it's him surrounded by a group of kind of iconic characters from opera, which is like female characters, and so it's like they're all like fully makeup, like these kind of extravagant outfits, and they're all lying in a motel bed together. Um, and then they're like running mm. around mm. Los Angeles together. Um, and then part of it is shot at Gwen Stefani house and then she also makes a cameo in it because it's 1998 so why not oh, you know? oh okay i ask if they were friends <laughs> i i i like it i always like it when people bring like art history sensibilities to like modern mm. pop like kind of like um like oeuvre <laughs> and stuff like that um this is like yeah like was he like kind of more of a pop art like a pop artist to like start or was he kind of like doing like you're you're you gave us a lot of like different like albums of his and stuff like that like little samples and stuff like that yeah i wanted to give you like a yeah you know from all the eras but yeah i think i mean this is when this was his day his first album so he was trying to kind of like you said like this is probably his most accessible song um Mm. you know and this was i think the single um and a lot of people like commented on how it was like you know easier to get into it was poppier for sure Mm -hmm. um but i yeah his whole album is kind of more like this than later when he does pretty much whatever he i think i mean i think this is also what he wanted to do um yeah but yeah i don't know the, the studio wasn't like, lately, I've been, I want you to be poppier. <laughs> like, is, yep. is that what they said yep. to him? That That is what he they said to, the, the studio had said to Rufus Ray, Wainwright when he it's was writing the song. It's funny you ask that, because that they, was, they that's that word for word what they said. Yeah, I got that from the Wikipedia. That's what wow. they said. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Impressive. Cut that out of the episode. <laughs> 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 that was the worst thing I ever said. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, but I, uh, this was his, um, he was the Rolling Stone, like, artist, I think, new artist of the year that year, um, hmm. for this album, and it's one, one of the, the Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, he's, wow. um, he looks really good. He's in really good shape. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can do yeah. it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, like, song meaning-wise, I think it's just kind of about idealizing love and then realizing, you know, once, once the honeymoon period's over that it's not as perfect as you thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, Oof. Alan, the other fun fun fact about this song is that he said he thought about it in the bath and he just like stood up and immediately sang it and he's like, well, there's the song. That was his I whole songwriting like process. Songs come to me at odd times. The only thing that they have in common is that when they do come, the moment has to be theatrical. Uh, I love him. Yeah, he's like one of those theater icon. kids that is aren't annoying. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> like... That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love this song. It's so poppy. It's so fun. It's like it's a song I could probably see myself kind of just like humming along oh, yeah. to. Like just like it'll just come in my head every so often. <laughs> you know, just kind of doing catchy. that. Okay, let's uh, move on to the next song. This is this is a great song too. The next one is great too. So uh, yeah. Yeah, so the next one is from, I think the album is called Release the Stars. Um, Mm -hmm. That album is, like, 
off the walls. It's so good. I also cannot recommend that one enough, um, which I feel like I'm just saying about all of them, but it's, <laughs> it's so wild. This is not like if I was only picking my like top Rufus songs, this is not the first or second song I would pick from this album, but I do think it's so good and that this whole album is just really solid. But anyway, yeah. this is called uh, Not Ready to Love. Click. I'm not ready to love I'm not ready for peace This is one of those, like, that Andrew was talking about how he really just elongates the words like i saw this was like right. six minutes and i was like but i i love it oh, i, do I too. love this like i love it here but after yeah. like after the art teacher and i was like oh this song's six minutes like he's probably gonna pack in like a bunch of like poetry and words <laughs> and stuff and then it's like mm-hmm. two verses in a chorus or something like that like but yeah it's so it's beautiful mm-hmm. the guitar and the piano interplay is really great yeah, it's very like I think it's like kind of like meditative just because it's so repetitive. It's this mm. it's kind of the same refrain over and over just like I'm not ready to love. Um, you know, and then it's like that repeatedly until he's like I'm not ready to love until I'm ready to love you the way you should be loved, you know. Yeah. It's it's very like in the it's it's very kind of soft, soothing and then at the end it's like got this like angelic backing vocals that it kind of builds up to but it's still that soft soothing meditative energy yeah well I mean that's his whole song like that's what he's kind of saying in the song too is just it's very self meditative of like the love like I'm not gonna put the time into the relationship until like I know that I can give you all I have and like this is gonna be what it needs to be kind of you know totally. like him recognizing that there's a version of that that's selfless, but it's also just like kind of self-lacerating too, a little bit. Um, and like you were talking about how the song feels very comforting and comfortable and like it's like a very easy. I like that he takes his sweet ass time with like just the <laughs> final like stanza basically mm-hmm. um, where like it's just where the song is just like I'm not ready to love over and over again. I'm like, OK, that's sad. I like st- I like being sad about that. And then I'm like the I'm not ready to love and to, like the last like bit about like till to the effect of like i'm not ready to love until i'm ready to love you hmm. i i won't hold you until i can hold you right and like um so i i'm not going to hold you basically it's like basically he's basically saying something to that effect and it's um i think the song to me is kind of like the, about the feeling of just uh how comfortable it is to like as as horrible as this feeling is how comfort how comforting is that that like repeating those repeating thoughts are just like well, I'm not good enough to love you. I'm not like, I can't like love you because I'll hurt you and stuff like that. Um, but it's also like this like lacerating, like I'm not good enough. I'm like horrible, all that stuff like that. I'm not like ready. Uh, you are so much above, so much above me basically. And I don't know. Does that make sense at all? Like you're basically? saying when you said it was co- like, it's comfortable for him to say like, I'm not ready to love like comforting to you or like uh comfort com- like you know like just like because depression can be about as you depression is can be a very comforting feeling like even though it sucks even though it's horrible it's like something you know like it's oh, like that depressing yeah. feeling is something you know basically and you could like rely on it if you want but you eventually have to get out you eventually have to like 
try and <laughs> trudge right. out somehow. Um, right. But yeah, like, yeah, like if you just say, you know, I'm not ready to love you, then over and over again, it's like you don't have to worry about the possibility of failure because you're not even going to yeah. try. Sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sure. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's like really, that's a really scary thing. I told him, I like, I had, um, yeah, I was like, that was why, that's why, like, um, I like my, like my, the limerence or like crushes I have are like kind of far apart from each other. It's like, I have, I have those feelings basically a lot of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any other, uh, any other like, uh, thoughts or concerns or questions about this album, but on um, this song basically. <laughs> No, it's just it's it's yeah. simple, but it's pretty, but it's thoughtful and sad. It's it's got it all. Yeah, I do like the songs yeah. that have like where they kind of like throw a new thing in because like again we said the song is very repetitive, but at the very end, Andrew, you said like he kind of throws it to like I'm not ready to love until I'm ready to love you. Like I like when artists do that with songs where they add a little second element at the end that kind of like changes the whole song that a little bit. Opens up the meaning of yeah. the song too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, that's one of my final thoughts on the yeah. song. Now we'll you're not allowed to talk about the song again. Okay, so um <laughs> Wait. Okay, Heartburn. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a trapdoor opens under him. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, let's uh let's move on to the next song. Uh Harper, what'd you got? Well, uh thanks for shooting that over to me, Andrew. Uh I got <laughs> yeah. uh I got another Rufus Wainwright song for you, wouldn't you believe it? Um oh, it's called huh. Song of You. Uh yeah, click. So you want a song, so you want a song, a song just for you. There are many melodies. It's very like psychedelic almost at times. Yeah, this album is very interesting. Again, would recommend. Love yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but it, this, this one is he, I feel like this this album came after his album called songs for Lulu, which was the one that he wrote after his mother died. And it was, that album mm. was so sad. Like he just went through just a really deep depression during that period. And that album was yeah. really reflective of that. And there were some originals on there and there were some, like he did this whole thing where he was doing Shakespeare sonnets where he sang <laughs> sonnets and it was really intense. Um, but uh, I think coming out of that, he then did this album, which was like, I'm back and I'm having fun. We're having a good time <laughs> this year. Um, and it's got, yeah. it's called Out of the Game. And this is the one where he was wearing the sparkly pants in concert. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. This song is kind of down, but the rest of the album, like there's a song where he like goes off on Rashida Jones. There's so much going on in this album. That song is called Rashida. What's she, she do? Because uh, he's best friends with Mark Ronson and Mark Ronson and Rashida Jones used to date. And so it was kind of like oh. a burn <laughs> song about her after oh. they broke up. <laughs> oh, no. Rufus, but no. I do love Rashida Jones as we currently have the same haircut. Uh, big fan. <laughs> cool. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but that song is very fun. There are a lot of fun things on this album, but this song in particular is, um, he wrote it about his husband, Yorn, 
Um, hmm. And uh, on the Spotify commentary, which I did listen to, um, it was just like 50 wow. seconds for each song on this album. Um, hey guys, it's me, Rufus Wainwright. I'm here to talk. <laughs> so this song's about my uh, husband, Bjorn. Is he British? Um, no, he's Canadian. <laughs> oh, that's right, we did say <laughs> that. That was, my, that was a Canadian accident. 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 It was a Canadian like, accident. Certainly an accident. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, are you talking about Justin Trudeau? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Sorry, that was rude. <laughs> now we gotta edit that clonk out of here. Um, oh yeah, but he was he was joking on the commentary that the song was about Yorn because he had written another song on the album which I also really like that's called Montauk, which is about mm. his daughter who he co-parents mm. with Leonard Cohen's daughter. I did see that. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think Viva Cohen is the name of their daughter, but um, so the song was about it was written about her but it mentions Yorn and he was like oh apparently the two times I mentioned my husband in that one song weren't enough so he wanted me to write a whole song for him and so the song <laughs> is kind of a reflection on having to write a song for someone you love oh sure mm. yeah yeah it's very meta yes. <laughs> Abed wrote the song I was like <laughs> um yeah I, I, I think this this one wasn't my favorite of the five basically this is like kind of like all these songs are great but this is my least favorite of the five you said mm -hmm. um because it's happy <laughs> like kind of like positive a little bit um <laughs> i think it's sweet it's very sweet it's just like like no like just like uh it kind of the the concept of the song kind of reminds me of the elton john song song a little mm -hmm. bit uh like your song um or i don't know what it's yeah, your song. yeah your song yeah. um <laughs> yeah yeah your song yeah your um, song yeah I, Oh yeah, yeah. Your song. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your song. <laughs> this is the worst like <laughs> Laurel and Hardy band like in the world. Just like, <laughs> just like they're towards the uh, end, of, like towards the end of their career. Like, yeah, yeah. Your song. <laughs> and, like, uh, boo. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, the build is incredible. It, it it really just hits you. It just really just like socks you because uh, it was kind of mm -hmm. like a little like going on for a while and then the just the 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 build to like the climax of the song is so great i love that so yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah the um on this whole album the backing vocalist who he has on this album i i wish i knew like who there's like one singer in particular who's just like really incredible throughout the whole album she'll just come in and kind of like knock your socks off yeah, it's really good. If you're and if you're toe into a lake, yes, into a music artist Whoa, lake. Little callback. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, hmm. Sean, did you have thoughts on the song? Like, did you have any like things you want to say um, about the song? I mean, I think I just needed. Uh, it was so tough because, like, after um, the art teacher, it's like hard, hard to top it, <laughs> I know, man. I hard to top that it. Last. <laughs> but uh, mm. yeah, I don't know. I kind of agree. This wasn't like my favorite of the five, but. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say I don't like any of these, you know, um, but instrumentally, I do like this one a lot. Um, like I said, it's it's got there's like this like weird, like soaring electronic sound uh, that I thought was really cool. And it was I do feel like this was like a good sample, like song to throw on the sample, platter, you know, because it is different from the rest of them. Mm -hmm. And like you said, like the whole album is like this. And I'm like, great. Now I got to listen to this one, too, like to get an like, yeah. A whole different side of rufus like it's mm -hmm. just it's a good song that's like oh wow there's more to him than meets the eye to some degree oh yeah like transformers absolutely uh, but also like <laughs> um but i am insufferable on this episode <laughs> like people people are gonna like 
plus 15 my parts no. of the episode. Um, but, oh, you know what, though? Like, I really... You were talking about how, like, this is, like, post-grief of a parent dying, mm-hmm. basically. And I, I actually think the song makes a lot of sense in response... Like, maybe not direct response, but, like, in the wake of that. Because it is... A life is just like so there's so much going on it's not all grief it's not all like sadness or it's but it's also not all love it's not all you know just like the giddy feeling of being in love either it's you you are holding these two weights at the same time but just like i am so happy i love this person so much but also, like, I am so unspeakably sad at the same mm. time. And that's just, like, everyone's carrying that. And, like, just, like, and I think that's, I think that's, like, really cool. So yeah. that's my thought on this one. So, uh, okay. Uh, like, now this is, like, uh, we'll put, like, a little note in the description, like, uh, at, you know, whatever timestamp this is. You could skip forward to this part where I'm done talking. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're doing great. Don't give me that shit. I, I am doing great. Yeah, I'm doing great. Um, so, okay. Now the final song on the sample fire. This is going really good. I, I think I love this format of the show. Yeah, it's fun. I think this um, is fun. But yeah, so uh, Harper, do you want to set up the last song? Yeah, so this last song is from his most recent album um, called Unfollow the Rules, and the song is called Only the People That Love. Only the people that love may dream. Yeah, this, I mean, this album is really interesting. I mean, it's just another Rufus, you know, it's another great Rufus Wainwright album. I was really surprised by it. I think... I, I saw him perform at the Greek. It was like such a it was such a me concert because it was um, Jensen McRae. I don't know if you know her, but she's so dope. And she was op- she op- she was the first opener. And then it was Amy Mann, cool. uh, who oh, of course cool. I also love. And then Rufus Wainwright. And it was just like a full like evening of Harper's favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it was uh, very. I don't know. It was just it was it was really cool to see him again because this was like in I don't know September when we were you know sometime when we were finally like oh we can go to outdoor events again you know um, so fun yeah remember remember that <laughs> um, remember three months ago <laughs> a different time um, but yeah and so this this album's like really intense it's got a, like a whole. Uh, slightly like biblical thing going on like devil i mean he he does kind of have that going throughout a lot of his work but it's uh there's like devils and angels is a thing in this and so this one too has a kind of like uh it's like a god of god of love i think he references and um it's just very grand i think this whole album and the song hey, sean what do you think of this one yeah i mean this is probably like of the five songs this is probably my least favorite um again it's hard to say like a stinker harper (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanks harper i pan i made this list at like seven in the morning i was quick with it you were quick with it so like we appreciate that like we we added a quick turnaround with this one so yeah well and again it's hard to say like i don't like any of these songs because i like I think all these songs are beautiful. This one just didn't really stick 
with me too much. Um, I don't. Again, I'm like reading the lyrics right now, and I'm just like, and maybe it's because there's pressure on me to like decipher a meaning from it. But I think I just need more time with it too. Yeah, absolutely. Really, like, I think grab yeah, a hold once of again, it. this is a sampler sampler platter, basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just like this is again dipping our toes. Um, and yeah, I I like the freedom of like these episodes where we don't have to like have authority on it really, or just like, Wait, yeah, yeah, this is what it means. <laughs> like, um, right. I think the song's great. I like it a lot. I, I I think this is the one I will say though, to your point, Sean, I'm having a harder time remembering the melody as much as I remember the mm-hmm. melody of the other songs. Um, but the message of the song I really like in terms of um he's saying only the people that love may dream in a world of the silent scream. Um, it's like the idea of the people who are actually like going out and like trying love. Like they are the ones who like have a right to cry, like quote unquote, like obviously everyone like should cry and mm. be sad and stuff like that. But like pe- the people who like shut it themselves off and got a sneer from the sidelines and go, you're loving like, <laughs> just like those people like don't have the right <laughs> to even just like criticize people who are like, right. and then also just like saying like, because it is a bleak sad world at times like it can be at least um mm-hmm. and the idea of the song is like we it, it, it's kind of like reminiscent of the lauren hill song we listened to in a few weeks ago like the mm-hmm. the song like tell him of just like yeah like we actually do need love though like i remember uh i remember i was like uh talking to a therapist not my therapist i don't own her but like i was talking to a therapist <laughs> um where basically like I was kind of like, you know, like I was having, you know, surprise, an existential crisis. <laughs> um, I love those. Yeah. Like, but it was kind of like um, I was having the crisis is just like, yeah, what's the point of feeling good? You know, why do you, why, why feel good? Because it's all it is, is going like, huh, and then it's over. Like, cause like, why, why, why do that? And then she was like. I mean, I think we need that though. Like, could you imagine a life without that? <laughs> like, that'd be really bad. And stuff something like, to look forward to, some, you know? To, yeah, mm-hmm. to that to that extent, basically. And yeah. then, um, but also, like, I like the song saying that like love is fleeting though, like, and love dies, and like just having that pressure off in terms of just like love is this thing that's supposed to transcend time and space, and then when your body's in the ground, it'll transcend and it'll always be with you and stuff like that. It's just like. Could, you know, it could also just die too, and like you know, it could be a finite <laughs> thing, and that could be beautiful too. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> I really just felt like the the beginning of Element Elephant Love Medley from Moulin Rouge when he was like, uh, uh, "Love is a many splendid thing. Love's lifts us up where we belong. All you need is love." And she's like, "The girl has got to eat." Uh, I can <laughs> fully do that entire movie from memory. Um, but yeah, I, no, yeah. I. <laughs> No, I totally agree. Yeah, my note that I wrote down for this is um, like basically the world is terrible, but love sets you free. Yeah. Um, and I kind of think that this, now that we're talking about it, works as like a like a on looking at things from the other side versus like not ready to love, where that's like you know mm. I'm not ready to love, and this is like oh now I've done it, and I know that you gotta at least like go for it. And then there's this whole yeah. section of the song where it's like love dies, go on and do it. But it's like, you know, but, you you know, love will end, but you still should do it. It's kind of, you know, yeah. Mm. Of... You'll end up like the, the, the art student and like the the, you know, just like you, you, you 
you're just gonna like watch your life pass you by and like never take another chance like maybe it's not the piano teacher maybe it's not the like art teacher but it's could be someone else you know um that's that's i think this is a really well constructed i don't know how intentional you were with it like i i really (laughs) like the the breadth of all, all so these, intentional like... i really chose every <laughs> song so carefully because they all work together as a narrative thank you mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's like when we did our best of playlist we all had to pick like five songs and i like andrew was like sean your playlist is put together so well like the order of it is great but it's also like, like you know it's thanks. all about it's also about mood it's all about just like yeah um like i had a person like give me a playlist just like for fun and then i listened to all the songs and like i was like oh these are really well like they, they, they had a good like build and like mood and like i'm i'm still working on it and it's like i didn't like really think of it's like a work in progress <laughs> and stuff like that but it was like as long as it like i don't know um who cares uh so <laughs> any other thoughts on this song um yeah i i think it's got a real classic i mean uh, like Rufus Wainwright holding a note thing where there's a part where he says like don't be shy but the don't goes on forever oh yeah yeah and that was I thought that was pretty pretty sick yeah um, I like that yeah um, and then yeah kind of uh, this is another kind of theme that we see throughout but it has this kind of triumphant like almost like heavenly music at the mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. like it like be, it builds up to like dying <laughs> oh yeah you know? oh yeah yeah there's, yeah, like yeah. A choir, feels... there's like a choir at the end and stuff right mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. awesome okay that's like awesome that. great song that's awesome yeah. <laughs> Dude, Dude, it's, to death. that's awesome it's fucking dope as shit <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah okay fantastic so um like uh, yeah like 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 i said these episodes don't really have too much of a structure except uh let's ask um let's turn to me and uh sean in terms of like would you continue to listen to rufus rate wainwright basically oh fuck yeah absolutely yes I would. like one god it's good <laughs> yeah it's Yay. it's a great like i like that all these are like i said these are all from different albums and stuff like that so it's just like it's kind of like if you if you're feeling a little jove jaunty and jovial you could probably listen to that first one and then if you want to mm-hmm. just like um look at the wall and cry and stuff like that, you could listen to some of those other, the other ones I, what would you recommend like harper what would you recommend um if if someone listened to this episode and liked all these songs um mm-hmm. what would you recommend they do next like in terms of like obviously like in terms of listening to him yeah i guess um i mean i want to say listen to all of want to because <laughs> it's my favorite um but then if you're gonna listen to want two, you gotta listen to want one also. That's those mm. those came back came out back to back and they're both so good, but they kind of do different things. I feel like want one is kind of cheerier and want two is a little more pensive. Yeah. So again, so you get both of those things. So yeah, I'd say listen to want one and want two. Oh yeah. yeah. And like Harper Hart Yeah, oh sorry. No, I was gonna say like I was gonna say this earlier too, but like this is like I can see myself going down like a Rufus Wainwright rabbit hole that's a tongue twister um (laughs) but it's it's weird because like listening to this yeah uh but i could see myself like when i first listened to the playlist i was like okay like i could see myself like getting into him really heavily for like a period of time and then maybe like taking a break but at the same time i'm like listening again to this i'm like i'm i I have a feeling i'm gonna like he's gonna be one of my like favorites like 
Hell yeah. Like, yeah. I, I had like so much potential here. Like I'm yeah. I really, it's like there's enough to dig into. I like all the subject. Like I know we like purposely chose love songs this time around, but like, mm-hmm. I think like it's probably like prominent theme in his music and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, and then, then like the question to Harper then is like, how do you feel after like kind of going through these songs and like one by one and such? I feel great. I love him. He's a genius. Uh, and I, yeah, no, but it, it was definitely interesting to kind of, you know, I do like pretty often listen to, you know, I have like over 60 songs of his and my liked songs on Spotify. So I'll just mm. kind of go to my liked Rufus songs and put it on shuffle sometimes. But it was interesting to kind of look through because I wanted to give you from different periods of his career. And it was interesting to see that progression more clearly yeah. uh, like side by side and also the way that like the things that really do carry it throughout yeah Hell so good to the yes all right fantastic <laughs> this is our first uh sample platter episode the rufus wainwright sample platter <laughs> episode <laughs> and uh so this is lovely this is a great inaugural episode of, of our like, little bonus pod uh harper what do you what, what would you like to plug Oh, I guess go back and listen to Hawkeyes. I yeah. think we're going to come back and do it maybe when Moon Knight starts. We yeah. might come back. Fun. Uh, Moon Knight is going to be interesting. He's playing a villain. We just saw the very first footage of his actual face in it. He had a voiceover in the original trailer, but I'm I'm excited to see Ethan Hawke in a Marvel content. I'm not ashamed to say oh, it. Oh, it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's a it's a show. It's going to be oh, like a wow. limited series or something on Disney+. Plus. What's it called? Moon, moon Knight. Knight. It's this... Oscar Isaac plays the titular Moon Knight. Oh, and, uh, no. and... he got roped into this like, <laughs> like that's a bunch. Oh, what I about love the uh... both of them so much? He's doing that horror movie too, I believe. Yeah, that got delayed, which makes me worried mm. about how good it is. I think um, it's like but it might we'll be see. COVID and stuff like that, but it could. Be, but it was delayed before like Omicron. Oh, it was, you know, so was it was delayed like in December. So it looked all right. Uh, like, it looks like it looked like a maybe no, three sure st- three star three and a half star movie. Right. Like oh, that's like a well constructed shot. Every so often, and like <laughs> it feels like a very like if you liked Sinister, then you'll like this. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just not a horror person anyway. Oh, um, gotcha. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go listen to Hawkeyes. I guess follow me on Instagram at Harping About. I'm on TikTok too. I'm everywhere at Harping About. Yeah. So yeah, follow me. Check out archival um, episodes of Har- uh, Harper's Holiday Hop too. I yes. was on an episode that was a lot of fun. I was also on an episode of Hawkeyes. We talked about a really <laughs> shit movie. It was like a piece of shit. Regression. <laughs> <Yeah>. A wonderful <laughs> film. It's <laughs> on my top I, five in Letterbox. So like, yeah. I enjoyed your guys's holiday. Holiday oh yeah, you were stream. there. Oh, we, fun, we, yeah. we, we roasted you a little bit. <laughs> I think Did I, said, you I, I, think I blocked shit, it out of my Sean, memory or whatever. Yeah, like, I also blocked that out. Only um, only nice things to say about Sean. Well, yeah. thank you. And That's... Andrew, thank you for joining uh, me in all of my creative endeavors. By the way, let's go around the room and say something nice about Sean. So, uh, Sean, you're you're a good looking guy. You're very talented. You host the show really nicely. You, you ask good questions. You make good points. Uh, uh, you have a nice apartment and stuff. Okay, Harper. Keep going. Good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, More. <laughs> you, you're, Sean, your boyfriend's feel... cute and stuff like that, and he seems nice and like he seems. Are you like kidding you... on my boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm wrecking you. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a play. Okay, Harper, your, your turn. power. 
Oh, Sean, I think you're very cool. And also, I really liked your um, best of playlist. Oh, I was, I was just caught up on all those episodes, and I thought that was the, the most in line with my with my feelings about the year. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. 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 So fantastic. Uh, you guys you all- rock. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, oh, yeah. You can follow us at IBMTLTT on Instagram and Twitter uh, and uh, TikTok. You can follow Sean at Diabetic Twink on Instagram. You can follow me at Andre Lee on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Michael at Michael Limitado. Mike Lemon no. Taco. Yeah. Sorry. You can follow Michael at Mike Lemon Taco <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and that's about it. Uh, uh, just, uh, uh, oh, 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 so like this could be not on the plate, like this is not on the plate to the playlist or whatever, but like, do, do you have a Rufus Wainwright song you want to play us out on basically? Oh, uh, or it could yeah. just be one of those songs again. Who cares? Who cares? Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Let's do Shrek. Hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> by Rufus Wainwright. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Play the Shrek song. Shrek. Heard there was a secret card. That David played and it pleased the Lord But you don't really care for music, do you?